This is Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer, where we set the table for Christian conversations that explore the Scripture, promote prayer, and seek to edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at Greenville House of Prayer. Now for today's broadcast. Welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We're glad that you've tuned in. It's good to be back here in the His Radio studio here with my co-hosts Dustin Hughes and Joseph Cheatham. How are you guys? Doing great. Happy Doing to be good. here. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's good to, good to be back in. And uh, we're you know, always excited to get on the air and you know, just talk about what we feel the Lord has placed on our hearts. Uh, we are the first to admit that we do not have it all figured out, uh, but we do want to set the table for conversations that you know, explore what the Scripture says about certain topics. We want to promote prayer as a prayer ministry here in the Greenville area. But more than anything, we want to encourage those who are listening. We want to build up the body of Christ in mm-hmm. our area. And so we pray that this broadcast does that. Um, we're going to spend you know, this episode talking about you know, praying for leaders and authorities. Yeah. We have a new presidential administration, and uh, we are called to pray for them. You know, and we want to, first and foremost, just make a point to emphasize that. We yeah. want to emphasize, let's be praying more than ever for our leaders and authorities, especially our presidential uh, leadership. Regardless of where you stand on the issues, you know, let's. Mm-hmm. We're called. If you're a believer in Jesus, you're called to pray for them and bless them. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a ministry, praying for leaders and authorities is something that we typically we like to come back to. You know, as one of our five main prayer topics. So it's it's a good time now to come back to this prayer topic, just because of the really the wild political season we've been in the last mm-hmm. few months. And like you said, yeah. we have a new administration. We have. Um, a new president to pray for, a new vice president to pray for, and um, a new Congress to pray for. A lot of new for, congressional leaders, yeah. And uh, a yeah. new Supreme Court justice to pray for, too, you, you could say. And um, even locally on a governmental level yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's just a good time to come back to this prayer topic, um, praying for leaders and, and authorities. And, and I guess there are some other pra- Do we want to go? Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're not aware of you know what, what we do as a ministry, um, we have several things going on, but one that we place emphasis on is helping promote and facilitate worship and prayer in our area f- unto the advancement of the kingdom of God in our area and you know giving glory to Jesus. Um, but we, we host monthly prayer gatherings. We have t- two a month, uh, the second and fourth Friday of the month, which is a change. We yes, were, we usually we used to meet on Saturdays, so now Friday mm-hmm. evenings, which yep. So this, I think is good. The second Friday, we're at Abundant Life Church, which is out in Berea. Uh, it's from seven to eight thirty, and then the fourth Friday of the month, we're at Outreach Church, right uh, here, right, right next door, <laughs> uh, and s- same time, seven to eight thirty. And so we'd love for you to come out and join us for one of those gatherings. Um, and you know, we've been doing this for years and years, and and. What the Lord has led us into is having at least you know these five main focus areas as far as things that we pray for consistently. We believe yeah. these are biblical mandates uh, that that the church should be praying for on a regular basis. Uh, so they should be on your prayer list. And uh, you know we we're open to the Holy Spirit to lead us in praying for other things or you know other current events that may not fit specifically in these. But we think these are broad enough to capture you know almost most all prayer topics but yeah, these and are we didn't we just, focus on we didn't just pick these topics you know randomly out of the air like we really feel like this biblically based and we were led by the lord to kind of 
categorize our prayers into, into these five specific topics. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you can find these on our website as well uh, at ghopsc.org. That's G-H-O-P-S-C.org. Uh, you can also find out more about you know, our organization and other things that we're doing. We'd love to connect with you there. You can connect with us on Facebook as well at the Greenville House of Prayer. So, yeah, we, we spend time praying for these topics. Uh, one, we pray for Israel and the Middle East. So we pray for you know the salvation of the Jews and Arabs and other people groups in Israel. Particularly, we think there's something unique about that land. Of all the places that the Lord could have chosen to come, you know, and and have His ministry, He chose Israel, you know, and He chose Jerusalem. Uh, out of all the people groups of the earth, you know, He who He decided the Messiah would come through is the nation of Israel. So there's something unique there, yeah. and we're you know we're connect, commanded to pray in Psalm 122, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We mm-hmm. see that Jesus is. He weeps over the, the city of Jerusalem. And so there's a lot of uh, scriptural emphasis on yeah. focusing on Israel, the Jewish people, and praying for especially their salvation. They'd come to know Jesus as their Messiah. Yeah. We don't pray that they would lose their Jewishness, right? We've, Jesus was a Jewish Messiah, and we think it, it really fulfills. It's the fullness of their uh, Jewishness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Their Jewishness. Yeah. And yeah. so we do pray that they come to know Jesus as their Messiah. and. Pray and, for the strengthening of the church in that area, yeah. you know, the, the houses of prayer that are there, the, the local churches that are there, local pastors and leader leaders in that area, that they would be strengthened. I mean, there's a lot of persecution in that part of the world for um, believers, and so we want to pray for them and link arms with them and bear their burdens. We also pray for justice issues. Um, so, you know, one main focus is we are praying for the ending of abortion, you know, in our area that that the church would arise and be the answer to that issue, and we want to pray to see that uh, injustice. We believe it's an injustice that um, that humans are robbed of the right to life yeah. uh, through legalized abortion, and so we uh, we believe that and pray for the ending of that and pray for the answers to that solution to come. We also pray for things like uh, racial reconciliation and you know unity along those lines. We pray for. Um, other justice issues, that human trafficking is such an injustice. We want to pray for God to move in that arena. And several other things that fall under, you know, justice categories. I, I want to add, too, though, like justice is such a, a hot-button word and topic, and it has been for years, but especially, you know, coming out of 2020. We, we pray for justice issues, but we always keep in mind that God and his word sets the standard yeah, for what biblical are justice. biblical justice yeah. issues, you yeah. know, not— man-made or not worldly or not even our own sometimes our own personal feelings we look at scripture and we look how the holy spirit is leading what we feel like the standard that god has set that's the justice that we are praying for yeah and ultimately looking to him as the ultimate judge you know we're not the ones wanting to exact vengeance or or judgment on anybody uh, but we're looking to the 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 holy righteous judge of all and creation. When, when we do that, you know, many times we fail or we don't judge rightly. Yeah. But we believe Jesus always judges rightly. Mm-hmm. And so when we appeal to him through prayer for these justice issues, we're we're asking for it, the that true justice in these areas, that kind of justice that none of us can uh, you that know, only yeah. he can execute. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And yeah. we've we've spent time, we've spent whole episodes on each one of these topics. So I encourage you, if you know, you may say, "What do you mean by that?" You can go back and listen to the archives on our website to you know hear us yeah. unpack more fully what we mean by yeah. these particular topics. Uh, we also pray for missions and the nations. You know, we believe that the Great Commission it should be a priority for all believers. And you know, one of the things that 
we're commanded by the Lord to pray is pray for laborers to be sent out into the harvest field. So we pray for laborers to be sent out. We pray for uh, people groups to be discipled in, in mm-hmm. Jesus. We pray and support missionaries uh, that are in different parts of the world. And, and so we want to encourage and for the, me, the local church the, to do that. The, the 1040 window where there's yeah. been such little missions impact mm-hmm. from the West, you know, um, we need to be praying for that area in particular. Um, many of the Muslim nations well. yeah, yeah. in the Middle East, I think. Um, we anyway. pray. We pray for number four. The local church is a big emphasis for us. You know, we believe you know, when God moves in a, a local region, that it's important that the church would be strong and ready to steward what He's doing. Um, you know, as people are coming into the kingdom, getting saved, uh, we believe they should find a home in local churches and local communities that are encouraging uh, discipleship and following Jesus. So we pray for the local church. We especially feel drawn to praying for unity in the local church, Mm -hmm. that local churches would know one another relationally and work together for the kingdom's sake in our area. And so we have other initiatives you know, with our, we have a local prayer, our local pastor's prayer and fellowship luncheon, and we have some other uh, events, you know, one prayer. You can find out more about that on our website. Um, but we, we really feel drawn to, one, pray for what Jesus prayed for in John 17, that we'd be one as he and the Father are one, uh, but then also work towards that. What does that look like? And so we spend some time focusing on that as well. Um, and then lastly, which we're, we're going to spend time talking about in this episode, yeah. you know, how do we pray for leaders and authorities? You know, we are commanded in Scripture, and we'll look at that Scripture here in a minute, to pray for all those who are in uh, authority, you know, and, and so we spend time doing that, uh, leaders in our nation politically, you know, all the way from the presidency all the way to local leadership. Uh, we pray for those who lead in organizations in our area or business leaders, those who God has given spheres of authority. We want to pray for them to, to know his will and follow his will uh, so that you know, those who are under, his, under their leadership exactly. would be blessed. Yeah. Um, and so we'll maybe jump into that. I'll just read this scripture. And, well, can I say something, yeah. too? I, I know we, we talk about these you know, over these airwaves because we hope that we encourage you to really— take on these prayer topics as well. We hope that maybe if there's one that is um, particularly important, you know, strikes you or or moves your heart, that you would just know other people are praying for it or be encouraged to continue to pray or maybe maybe join us for one of our prayer meetings. And, you know, if one of these prayer topics is one that really um, moves you, you know, feel free to reach out to us. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us an email. Love to engage with you on that. And um, if we could have more and more people in this area, praying for these topics that's a win yeah you know we believe the lord will respond to our prayers when we when we um continually go back to him like the like the widow in, in luke 18 and so I, yeah and i found that having specific topics or a prayer list this is essentially what this is a mm-hmm. list of prayer mm-hmm. topics it helps give focus to your prayer time you yeah. know like i've found a lot of people just okay i'm gonna set aside an hour or 30 minutes what do i pray for you know, well, here are some good things to launch out on and, and pray for. And as Joe said, we'd love to encourage you in that, you know, help you with some scriptures or resources to, to stir that up in you. Let's have, let's have several hundred people consistently coming back to these prayer topics in this area. Yeah. I believe the Lord will respond to that. Yeah, there's yeah. power in our agreement yeah. and, and those things, too. And, and there's a lot of churches and ministries that are doing oh, yeah. that, and, mm-hmm. we, and we celebrate them and want to link arms with them. Um, so First Timothy 2. Uh, is, is one of our main uh, 
exhortations that we that we use, you know, to launch out on, on praying for leaders and authorities. And this is uh, where where Paul writes to Timothy, and he says in verse one, "I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Verse two, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness." For this is good, and it pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all people. Uh, this has now been witnessed to us at the proper time. So we see here, I mean, Paul says, not only are we to pray, I mean, he almost places as a priority. Like, first of all, this is what and he's talking about, gather, I think, church gatherings here. Mm-hmm. First of all, I want you to come together and pray for those who are leaders in authority for kings, so political leaders, you know, and um, for all those who are authority, that we may live peaceful and got quiet lives and all godliness and holiness. And he says, this is good and it pleases God. So one thing we know that we can do to, to please God is by praying for our leaders and authorities and this is a good thing. So we want to encourage ourselves to do that. We want to encourage you to do that. Um, so, and we want to spend some time talking. What does that look like? So, h- how do we jump into that? And, and what does that look like practically? Uh, one, I think it's important here to note that the ultimate goal. He kind of lays out the ultimate goal here is he wants that God uh, wants all people to come to the knowledge of the truth. You know, and he emphasizes that Jesus is the mediator between God and man. He's the the Savior, the one who brings salvation. So we have to keep. It's not even, just pr- even Caesar. Yeah, yeah. Even, even. C- he wants Caesar to come to a knowledge of the truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, I, I'm reminded of Paul. And Nebuchadnezzar. He, he stand. Yeah, I guess Nebuchadnezzar did. Well, it was either was it Agrippa or Felix that Paul was standing before, and he's trying to he's basically sharing the gospel with him, and and he says, "Do you think you can convert me this quickly?" And Paul yeah, says, I, "I wish everyone here listening were as I am, except for the chains." You yeah. know, so he's that's God's desire is that every that President Biden, every congressional leader, would come to the saving knowledge of the truth yeah. mm-hmm. unto good. you know that unto living godly. Uh, peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So I, I think that God wants our nation to be full of peace, to be that we can, as believers, live simply and quiet and humbly and enjoy life in an environment that is conducive to the gospel. And so I think, one, when we pray, I think we should pray for our leaders to, to institute, when we're talking politics, to institute laws that allow the gospel to go forth, that are that that do not restrict the gospel, but opens up doors for the gospel, yeah. and that promotes people living according to Scripture, peacefully and quietly and just humbly do, going about our business as we're commanded to do. You know, I think there's one, another portion of Scripture where Paul essentially says, you know, mind your own business and work with your hands and just live at peace. Is kind of essentially what <laughs> make the it your is. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my right? favorite verses. Yeah. yeah, is it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's like encourages you to be quiet and just you know, get to <laughs> well, work. We, ten, we tend to make things a little bit too complicated sometimes. He's like, just love the Lord and love people and live at peace with others, you know. And and yeah. uh, the I, I think the nature of a government can either help or hinder that, mm-hmm. you know, and and. The Lord will use any type of government, but we want to pray here in America as a government that's supposed to be a representation of 
of the people, you know, yeah. that we're supposed to of and by and for the people, mm-hmm. uh, a republic, that we would have leaders who know God and that honor God's principles and that create conducive environments for the gospel to thrive, you know, mm-hmm. and, and go to the ends of the earth even. And so first we pray for our leaders to to for their salvation of their souls, to come to know the Lord and live according to his standards and govern according to his standards. I think something else that's good to highlight there is the that second word. It says, I urge. I urge you that first of all, you know, prayers should be made for those in authority. And so it's not like a side issue. It's not something, oh, we, we pray for yeah. this just, you know, from time to time. But he really... Paul is saying, I urge you to do this, you know, for these, and then expecting these results. And and I was thinking earlier, Curtis, you know, you mentioned you were reading through that, and I was thinking about many of the more liturgical churches, like they do, they pray for leaders and authorities every Sunday. It's in their liturgy, and yeah, and and I think it's um, really just a great thing that they do, and, you know, something maybe... um, we all, all churches should do more is, yeah. you know, pray for yeah. leaders more regularly. And, and, but yeah. it's just a, it's a great thing. That Having that on a it. daily, you know, daily on our prayer list. I mean, daily mm-hmm. are we, are we praying for our president? Are we yeah. praying for, you know, our local leaders or mayor? Lord, even if it's just as simple as Lord, you know, Lord bless them. Lord, you know, let your kingdom come and your will be done. The Lord's kind of praying the Lord's prayer over them in a sense. Uh, something as simple as that can carry tremendous power and weight. It gets your heart engaged mm-hmm. with what God's doing in their life, but also what, how they're governing too. It gets you involved yeah. in a way, yeah. and you're not just passive. It will, you know, it'll be whatever it'll be, but you're engaged on that level. Yeah. You know, because there seems to be this um, thought for for some folks that, you know, yeah, I understand. We understand the command to pray for the authority, but there's almost like the separation of, yeah. W- I can still go about my own walk, my walk with the Lord, disengaged from the influence of, of political leaders. And people almost want to separate those two into two separate arenas. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe speak, give us some of your wisdom on that, Curtis, a little bit, and, and speak to that. about Why beyond just the command here? Is it wise to pray for our political leaders and their walks with the Lord as far as how it could influence our walk and our life? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's especially relevant in America um, that the the way that someone governs is going to directly impact the the people who are under their governance, yeah, right? Exactly. And I think you're you, you probably have seen a lot of that over the past of 2020. Uh, we've seen you know different states govern differently in different ways, and its impact on the church. You know, in regards to like the pandemic, we see some who are less supportive of. Christianity and freedom of religion, they haven't been as free to make their own decisions as other states, maybe. And mm-hmm. that's a direct reflection of who is put in office. Yeah. Uh, and But I do think there's also a distinction of, uh, regardless of how Christian the leader is, we're still called to be praying for them, for them yeah. and engaged in, in that way and have love and genuine concern for that person. I mean, that's a person who mm-hmm. Jesus died for. You know, that's a, a soul that's going to spend eternity somewhere, and we want to, to have a burden for them. And we know, I think it's a biblical principle, that those who are in those levels of authority are probably going to get a uh, a harder judgment when they stand before the Lord, when, who, to whom much is given, much is required. And so that's a terrible thing for someone to have that 
large platform of authority and stand before the Lord and had never thought about following the Lord with that or or asking for the Lord's guidance with that. And so we want to pray for that. You know, I was thinking about this. The reality is, is we all have a sphere of authority that we have, that we're going to be held responsible for. It just may look different. It may be wider. I mean, so I think about this for my family, you know, my sphere of authority is over my household and my family and my job as a spiritual authority or the authority Mm -hmm. in general is to set the tone and to set the atmosphere. Now, if I wasn't pursuing the Lord at all, it does not mean that my children would never get the opportunity to hear the gospel. I mean, they, they, they could still rise and grow sure. in the relationship in the gospel, you know, with, with Jesus. It, it, it's sort of the same thing with, with governmental leaders. They kind of, they're just, it's not just more rights and more freedoms and more this. It's more authority, therefore more responsibility. Yeah. And they're helping set the tone for the atmosphere and the world, you know, the, the place of which they're yeah. over. But to think it doesn't matter at all, I think, is, is wrong. I mean, what, there there is a distinction. There's somewhat of a tension here, too, because yeah. Paul is giving this command under ungodly kings, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, these Not are, like we, these unlike are we see right now yeah. in, in America. And, and, yeah. and you know, I've, I was reading an article recently that was talking uh, a guy who does a lot of work with the underground church in China. I mean, you got a communist, atheistic nation and government leaders, but these church leaders— had a, such a he was overwhelmed by their burden to pray for their leaders and the love that they had wow. for their communist leaders and he was convicted like okay maybe my guy didn't get in office but that doesn't mean I don't need to be praying for them even more mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean uh, and so uh, there's the tension of you know we want to have godly leadership and we th- and it makes a difference in a nation if you have godly leadership. And we think that's God's will. I mean, you see here, he wants all men to come to knowledge of truth. He wants it to be a peaceful, godly environment. But even if it's not, believers are still called to be engaged, especially in the place of prayer, with ungodly leadership, yes. right? And so, and I think that gets to the purification of the church. That gets to, you know, there's something that happens, a refining process that happens when you're under ungodly leadership and you choose to walk humbly and meekness and give yourself to prayer in love, genuine prayer for someone who's ungodly. Yeah. There's something that, that works in your heart. I mean, the, just as Jesus was submitted to, you know, Pilate, and, and we've got God in the flesh saying, you know, do what you want to do, Pilate. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're, my kingdom is not of this world, but have your way. And, I mean, he goes to the cross and... And still has a heart that Father forgive them for they know not what they're doing. There's a tension there. Well, the the Christian worldview is helpful too because we have different types of authority that we can consider. There's the the government authority, which uh, the Bible talks about in Romans 13 that we're sub- to submit to the government's authority, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we have uh, authority in family, as you were referencing, Dustin. But Jesus said in Matthew 28 that all authority has been given has him. been given to me yeah. on mm-hmm. heaven and earth, and so. Um, he's there's he seems to have given a measure of authority to governments on the earth and as Christians when the governing authority is maybe not lining up perfectly with justice mm-hmm. let's say mm-hmm. as Christians we can instead of rebelling necessarily whenever the government isn't right we can submit and appeal to a higher authority which what is that but but prayer yeah you know Going yeah. to Jesus in prayer, asking for him to, to act on behalf of, of his church or the oppressed or, or whomever, yeah. wherever other authorities may be failing. And so, and I was thinking, um, it was reminded of the proverb, 
Proverbs 21 on the way over here. Mm. It says, um, I just I flipped away from it, but it, it, where it says that um, uh, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and he directs it like a watercourse wherever he yeah. pleases. Yeah. And so if the king who has the authority on the earth is not doing right, we can appeal to Jesus who has the king in his hand and yeah. can direct that king's heart. Yeah. Yeah. And not only do we not rebel, we also don't throw our arms up in hopelessness with That's right. when the yeah. authority is. I mean, yeah. you look back at church history, it is amazing to see how the gospel has advanced and that the name of Jesus has advanced under all sorts of political regimes sure. and all, I mean, like you said, the church in uh, China is. Yeah, I've heard exploded. I've heard quotes of people in China and Iran under under oppressive governments saying, "Don't necessarily pray for you know the government to to be cast or the persecution to stop because the church is thriving, thriving because of the persecution." Yeah, so exactly. there is a paradox there. Yeah. Yeah, but yet, true. I still think we're supposed to call, or especially in America, with our government set up the way it is, built on godly principles and a Judeo-Christian worldview were to pray for, you know, the fullness of that to come to pass and yeah. and believe it can be a light to the world. But yet but yet we we never lose hope. If our person doesn't get in office or if, you know, the government goes way away from God, Jesus is still in authority. All authority is his and we can we're submitted to him first and foremost and then we can still submit to ungodly authority knowing that he's perfectly in control. Yeah. And so there I mean there's a lot to unpack there but the point is we Give yourself to praying for our government, our leaders, even though your bosses in your workplace, those who are in authority over you. The Lord uses that to work something special in our hearts and to mold us into the image of Christ, which is his ultimate goal is that we would become like Jesus. And a big part of that is that um, you know we give ourselves to prayer and that we would be praying for our leaders more than we're, you know, Complaining about uh, complaining our about it, or yeah. yeah, or posting on Facebook about it, or you know having political discussions. Those are all mm-hmm. good things to do. But are we spending more time doing that than we are in prayer? Mm-hmm. And I'd say there's probably a, an unbalance there, if if so. So, well, we are out of time with this episode, but we're gonna be back next uh, next episode and talk uh, more about this and talk more about what does it look like to submit to ungodly leadership, or how do we carry our hearts in. Uh, political differences, having those conversations. So we'd love for you to to tune in with us next week. Um, so, Joe, would you close out in prayer? Yeah, Lord, we uh, thank you uh, for all that you've done. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that covers our sins and gives us hope. We thank you that we can come to you uh, in prayer boldly and uh, to obtain mercy in our time of need. And, and we lift up uh, uh, the government in America right now, the federal government, the state government, and local government here in Greenville. We ask, we just mentioned them before you. We, we mentioned Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and, and the new Congress. And we ask God that you would have a witness all throughout our government, yes. that you would move. We do ask for justice. We do ask for righteousness in our nation. And I, I, we ask that you would um, have your way, have your will. Uh, uh, done here in our nation just like it's done in heaven. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, we'd love for you to, to join us again next week um, and, and spend some time this week. You know, Make a point to pray for uh, our government leaders. Pray for our president. Pray for uh, your local mayor. 
wherever you're listening from. You know, make it a point to engage and obey this scripture, and you will be blessed. The Lord will do something in your heart. Until next time, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's broadcast of Table Talk with the Greenville House of Prayer. We pray you've been encouraged and hope you'll join us next week as we continue to host Christian conversations that explore the scripture, promote prayer, and edify the body of Christ. For more information about Greenville House of Prayer or to contact us, please visit our website at ghopsc.org or connect with us on Facebook at the Greenville House of Prayer.